Hello, hello, and welcome back to Alex's Daily Grind, where I talk about whatever the hell I want, because I can, because it's my podcast. And uh, if you're an entrepreneur, if you're a startup, if you're just a person that you know loves free thinkers, then, well, this might be a good place for you. While you're driving, I don't know, standing in traffic, if you're in LA, uh, just doing whatever, really. Um, I'll try to make these podcasts shorter because, I mean, speaking for 38 minutes is freaking exhausting. Uh, I usually have about five topics, and today I have five topics. And the first one that I wanted to talk about was, it's called Trapped in Consulting. I think it relates to a lot of people, really. Um, that being trapped in consulting is kind of a burden. And at the same time, it's how most consultants and most products start. It's just, it's just a different mentality. I mean, I've had my service company for so many years. And I understand all those people who advertise their services. But there has to be a change, guys. I mean, there are some horrible consulting businesses today, I think, that struggle to earn like tax credit builders, like attorneys, like real estate agents trying to pitch you on, on like 10 marketing people. Why they're horrible? Like they're making good money, but that's, you know, that's the horrible part about it is that as a consultant today, you are actually making money and sometimes even good money comparing to the rest of the world. But you're never going to make enough get you to the next level you know like to 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 get you really rich or something because while you're in consulting you're always limited and uh usually you're you're limited by you know your physical ability to take calls for example to make calls or to meet with just this amount of people or to you know your market is limited and stuff like that and on the other hand uh it's just this consulting mentality that kills me uh when I get all those emails and paid mails on, uh, oh, hello, mom. <laughs> uh, my mom just joined the, uh, the life. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm recording my life Instagram together with my podcast. Just my common practice. Anyway, uh, they send those e emails and those advertisements on, on LinkedIn and Instagram basically telling you that they're going to quadruple your business doing 10x and just help you boost it or sometimes they even say that they can mentor you and that's what's crazy about it like you can't mentor yourself to get to the next level how are you going to mentor me it's like i left badros Koulian. he's a he's a cool guy uh following him on instagram and i just i mean i look through all ads that i get because just want to just want to be aware of what's going on. And I just looked at his ad and his landing page. And what he's basically offering is that uh, he can spend a day with you, guiding you for $40,000. $40, and then he says, oh, but I actually, I've actually figured out that I can do it with 20 people simultaneously. And then each of you would pay just $2,000 and you would still have all my attention. No, you won't. <laughs> It's impossible, but okay, even then. And then he lists like all the all the industries that um, he could help you with. And he claims that during that session, during that mentorship session, uh, during the day, he can help you find a way to 
quadruple your business, to do 10x, to you know, just take your business to the next level and all that stuff, to mentor you. No, you can't, Pedros. It's impossible to do it, you know, just that that way. And I'm like, you can tell from the from the testimonials on the website. I mean, those people are, you know, you can always spot somehow, like, you know, it's pretty biased, but again, you can always spot an entrepreneur versus a entrepreneur or versus, you know, someone who's just starting out. And those people who are just starting out, that th- those people are his targets. And I think it's a little unfair, Bedros, because really during the day, like you, you're listing software, for example, as one of the industries, right? If your product or, or service or whatever, uh, if you're involved with software, then you might be a, a good candidate for Badger's mentorship during the day. Okay, I, I imagine, for example, my company being uh, being be, being one, and I pay two thousand dollars to be one of the twenty lucky ones to talk to Badger's. What could he possibly know about my insights, about you know my struggles, and uh, and my clientele, and my specific ways of doing business without really spending like weeks with me and seeing how this whole thing works and how the sauce is made? Uh, yes, we all like we all as successful entrepreneurs, we understand the basics. We understand that there are a lot of patterns. And those patterns, they just, they repeat from one to another. It's the same thing, really. But specific uh, struggles and specific insights of your business are so deeply hidden. And to reveal all that stuff, you need a lot of a lot of time. And that person or whoever decides to mentor you, I mean, that person needs to really dive deep into your business and just be focused on that thing alone. And it takes weeks usually. Uh, that's that's how we, for example, like at Techery, when we build a product for a client, it's not that okay. Give us requirements. We're gonna build it for you. And like never do it that way. Of course, uh, we meet with a client. Like we have several meetings. We spend a week in their office. We study what's going on, uh, you know, in the environment inside. We we study what's going on with our customers. We study what's going on with our call centers. We study their financial documentation. We talk to a bunch of people, unbiased, and then we have the picture. And then we understand. Oh, okay. So you want to build this, but actually you don't need this because in six months, for example, you know there'll be a new legislation in that country that you're going after, and all those people that you have right now, you know, that you know, all that stuff will just become obsolete. I'm just saying, it's a hypothetical example, but this is how it's done, and this is how you can actually bring value. But I imagine that by the end of this of the session with all those mentors and all those consulting companies or consulting people who uh, promise you the world, after those consulting sessions, all you're gonna get is, okay, you need to work smarter, not harder uh, type of you know type of advice. And uh, you know, let's figure out who your clients are. Let's build the portrait. Like you've done all that stuff already. If you haven't, then you're probably on the wrong path. Anyway, I'm just saying that so many people are trapped in consulting, not because consulting is a bad business, but because they have this consulting mentality that, okay, this is this, you know, this is the kind of stuff that I can do. This is what I know. I'm going to just, you know, keep doing it. Uh, versus I think that the market is shifting towards product mentality rather than consulting mentality now. Uh, because I, I mean, I see that so many things can be automated already. 
So many things are optimized. So many new products are amazing. Like I just shot a video basically uh, just five minutes ago, uh, which is going to be called the quickest guide to creating a pitch deck ever. Uh, I find it amazing that on YouTube you can find countless videos. Uh, usually they're like 12 to 20 minutes long about how to create a pitch deck and what needs to be in the pitch deck. My video will probably be under a minute. And well, you, you're gonna wanna uh, see the video if you are looking for you know pitch deck advice because it's freaking hilarious how people you know still make those long videos because there's nothing to talk about really. I mean, everything is already done. And that's what I'm saying. The consultings, you know, consultant companies, consultant people, consultants, they're still trapped in that consulting mentality versus they need to be transforming their mentality into product mentality, trying to make their consulting a product, trying to repackage your consulting uh, offering into kind of a product packaging, which then will work much better because people will need to understand right away what they're getting for that money and how you actually going to approach it. Uh, it's like I remember I had a very, uh, very bad call with a lead years ago, like probably three years ago. Uh, as that was when the uh, when the fourth industrial revolution was starting. For those who don't know what the fourth industrial revolution is, is basically the 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 time of IoT, uh, Internet of Things, when ro robots can think, when you know they're interconnected, when uh, AI is introduced and all that stuff. It's basically what's going on right now with car manufacturing and batteries and all that stuff. <clears throat> well, that's the future, obviously, from man, uh, man, man hours to robot hours. So, and I had this call with with this guy, and I had no idea what what fourth industrial revolution was. And we had this conversation, and he says, and he was the CEO of a big industrial company and he says okay so what do you think about the fourth industrial Re industrial revolution and i'm always honest with my customers and i said uh well i really don't know what that is i'm sorry I said oh, okay well he, he asked me a couple more questions but then the call ended in a very polite way and we never spoke again because i was not aware i was not up to date i mean i thought that i could catch a big fish but I couldn't because I didn't have the right rod. I didn't have the right boat. I was not ready at all. And this arrogance of my consulting experience, you know, played a very bad uh, role in that conversation. And even if I knew what fourth industrial revolution was, I still, you know, my company still obviously lacked core experience to, to make it work. But I'm just saying that consulting mentality is you know it's probably going to be your enemy in today's world like in two or three years from now uh, especially because you think that you know how to help your customers or i mean you're arrogant to think that you can help everyone but in fact you absolutely can't and you can't help yourself and you need to switch from thinking that to actually starting to study particular verticals and maybe just focusing on those verticals alone or vertical one vertical and then seeing how you can add value to that one particular vertical based on i don't know three or five uh different companies examples that's what i would do okay because the second topic of today's podcast was called going where the wind blows 
Uh, this is exactly what's what's happening with consulting firms, with uh, products even, that um, if the wind is blowing somewhere, it means that someone is blowing that wind. Someone is making that wind blow, right? And going where the wind blows uh, feels like the right thing. It's like, okay, now I know what the fourth industrial, re industrial revolution is. Now I'm up to date. I've cut up, right? No, you haven't. I mean, you just know where the trend is what the trend is, but someone created that fourth industrial revolution trend. And you need to be as close to the core as possible because if you're not, then you're just a follower. And that's the followers mentality that Twitter introduced that, uh, you know, basically gave it the name. I mean, there have always been followers, obviously, since Moses, I guess. But the follower mentality in business is uh, you know, is a, is a hidden threat to your business, to, uh, to your life, to everything. Because if you're a follower, if you accept that position, if you accept that role, then you will always go where the wind blows. You'll, you're never going to be the wind creator, the one that makes the wind blow. And that's what you're shooting for. You need to be as close to companies or people who make that wind blow to understand how you can benefit from this early stages, right? It's called, it's also called first to market. It's like Airbnb was first to market in, in the sector. It's not that you have to look for innovations all the time, but be first to market, you know, it means that you find that one little thing that, you know, that's really exclusive about this new trend. And then you utilize that. And then, you know, you make it work. Uh, that's how most of the products that you're using that you like all those apps that you have on your iPhone right now or Android uh, that's how those why those apps are are on your on your iPhone because those people found the edge they found those little things that were close to new trends uh, they I mean like Uber did create the trend but like everything else around it you know payment solutions and and maps and you know tracking algorithms all that stuff was created because of that trend. And, you know, those companies that provided Uber with those solutions that Uber then utilized, they understood this and they did it. So this is the, you know, the kind of the mentality that uh, is a winning mentality. Um, yeah, I wanted to make this podcast shorter. Damn. And I'm moving extremely slow uh, on my list. Well, anyway, let me let me make it quick, okay? Number three is... Don't ask me what I do. Ask me what I did to do what I do. This is this is a quick one because I get so many questions like, okay, what do you do? What do you do? What do you do? Like on Instagram when when you post something or you know, or on podcasts. So what do you do? How do how did you make it? What is your tip? What is your secret to success? I guess, you know, all people actually get those questions, you know, who become more or less successful. And it's okay. I mean, people are curious, that's great. Um, but come on, guys. I mean, stop asking those questions. It's it's ridiculous to ask those questions, first of all, because you haven't done your research, obviously, because all of those successful people, they have their bios, they have their websites. You can just go to the you know to those websites and explore. Uh, you could just go to the nearest bookstore or Amazon and just buy, you know, five essential books and uh, from business people and just read those books and you will understand what people did. And you will see two patterns. And it's not, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to give you the cliche work hard and stuff like, I mean, firefighters work hard, uh, you know, people, you know, uh, creating metal sheets work hard, 
uh, you know, engineers work hard. I mean, most business people, they, they don't really work hard. I mean, it, it looks like that, you know, when you look back, okay, yeah, I've really, you know, did, I've really done a lot. I've come a long way. I've probably worked hard. But in fact, you were just having fun, just having fun, you know, doing what you love, you know, being passionate about it. And again, all that stuff is cliche, but uh, it's what I would say, you know, what I did to get, you know, where I am is I was constantly in the mindset of uh, looking for ways to make things that I was already doing better. And that's, I think, the crucial, the crucial part. That's, you know, that's what uh, Henry Ford was saying that everything that's been done can be done better. And that's that, that's the mindset that you need to embrace. That's again, why I even talked about, you know, being trapped in consulting problem. Because if you're not thinking about how you can improve your situation, how, you, how, how can you do this better? How can you do that better? Then you're trapped in the loop and being trapped, being trapped in the loop in current economy is a suicide. Uh, well, literally, because it's it's not even the uh, the metaphor of an elevator anymore or escalator. The life only goes down, and you know you just need to push really hard to walk up the escalator that's going down. And if you run, then you can outrun the life. Well, I think right now it's basically you know an escalator that's doing 100 miles an hour down, and you need to run 200 200 miles an hour, and it's just increasing, just increasing every day. And uh, I'm actually, that's, you know, one of the stupid fears. Uh, I only have two fears, basically, you know, just they're, they're all related to my life, uh, to, my, to my family, to their health and stuff, nothing else. Um, and this is one of the stupid fears that this, this world is spinning so fast and it's just going faster and faster that I need to make everything possible, everything in my power, everything in my capabilities right now so that my kids will not have to you know, well, they will have to, but so that it will be a little easier for them to, you know, to, to make it work because uh, just the, the competitive, the level of competitiveness is just extremely high. It's so high that all those advices by Gary V, by, you know, uh, Tony Robbins, by, you know, Seth Godin, by, uh, you know, all those mentors and Mark Cuban, that stuff will never happen in five years. Uh, those advices will never work again. Like, okay, you have to create a content, you know, be on Instagram and create a content, be present, uh, sell your company for billions of dollars like Mark Cuban did. Uh, that stuff will never, I mean, it will stop happening. It will stop happening. And because so many people will start utilizing those advices, so there will be a new economy, a new way of, of doing stuff. And uh, if you are for or five years old right now, uh, you are in for a very, very hard life, very tough run, because you will have all the means, all the tools, everything's digitized, everything is ready for you, but what exactly are you going to do with all that stuff? That's, that's the problem. Uh, and I, I mean, honestly, if I were 18 right now, or 15, you know, my, my chances will be limited based to you know where i started i mean uh comparing to where i started so yeah to do what you know to get to get to get me where i am right now and where i will be in in a couple of years for example i know exactly what's working it's this constant 
analytical mindset that is continuously analyzing everything that I'm doing, every aspect of my life and trying to improve it just just bit by bit. And it's not that you're not rolling back. Of course you of course you do. And uh, you know, sometimes you lose big time and sometimes you win big time, but mostly, you know, it's two steps back, one step forward, but then five steps forward. Uh, it's not something you can predict really. And second element to it is freaking luck. Uh, it's, you know, it's just inevitable. Things happen, okay? And uh, shit happens and things happen. And uh, if you're constantly moving forward just bit by bit, then, you know, the second element, you know, it will happen. Either shit will happen or things will happen. And you never know what's, you know, what exactly, you know, it's going to be. So we're just people, you know, it's life. It's, it's, it's all just a game. The game has rules, but there are no guaranteed outcomes. So I wouldn't say that, you know, there are guaranteed advices or tips or secrets or whatever. It's just like, yeah. Well, one tip actually is uh, based on the article that I just read about the painters, uh, which had a very curious uh, and interesting statistics. Uh, people analyzed, well, scientists analyzed that um, painters, and they analyzed from 1980s to 2016. All painters that started their careers, their first four exhibitions, so they had their first four exhibitions in the biggest museums and galleries in the world, there are only four or five of those, like London, New York, Tokyo. And uh, they started their careers there, meaning that they knew people who allowed them to have those exhibitions there. They were in the market uh, in the next 10 years, and they were selling their, paint, uh, their, their paintings really well, and they were trading and stuff like that. And people who started organically, they sucked most of the time. Like 90% of those guys became average by you know by the age of i don't know 50 or something and only i think 14 percent became great by the end of their career but those guys who started in those big museums and galleries uh they were continuously successful throughout their life throughout their career so it means that you have to start from the top If you start from the top right away, then, well, you have really low chances of failing. What it means is that you need to know the right people. Networking. That's, I think that's one of the tips that, you know, I realized too, 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 too late, but, well, I did. And, you know, it's one of the things that I did to get me where I am. Uh, and anyway, um, I have two more things here on, uh, on this list, but I really probably don't want to go over those things because... This, this episode will become too, too damn long. So I'm just going to transfer those two things to the next one. And uh, I'll call it a night for, for tonight. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. I'll see you guys or hear you guys next time. Bye.